0: Hey guys, with all this self-care talk, I can't believe I have hardly talked about my own self-care package, my coaching package. Uh, Excuse me. Well, if you're interested in working one-on-one with me, I do offer a self-care coaching package. It's all virtual. It's all completely confidential. And that is a 75-minute session to kick things off. We learn all about you, uh, your habits, what you want, what you want for yourself, your ideal version of taking care of yourself and what that looks like. And then we'll also dig into some of the things that are standing in your way. And we'll come up with some ways to work around that so that you can begin to move toward this, this version of yourself that is good to you and that looks after you. After that, we have three follow-up sessions that can be weekly, bi-weekly, or every other month, monthly, whatever um really works for you as a person. That that's gonna vary person to person depending on on how you operate and what your what your rhythm is really. But I did want to mention that is something that is available to you if you are interested. And that is going to be on my website, makeitjoy.com. It will be on the work with me page. And you'll just scroll down that gorgeous page that I proudly made. <laughs> You know, I bring that up every time. I'm just so proud. Uh, You're going to scroll down that beautiful page until you see self-care and look at all the details there. There's a good bit of info there. If you have any other questions, contact me, caroline at makeitjoy.com. Hi, I'm Caroline Music, and I'm a certified life and spiritual coach, and I love to help women live life with more joy. My job is to completely and wholeheartedly believe the best in you and believe the best for you. I think that life is meant to be enjoyed, and we're meant to live with passion, purpose, and fun. In this podcast, we will talk about all things joy, what brings you joy, what keeps you from joy, and how to just enjoy life more in general. You are uniquely and wonderfully made, and you are who you are and how you are for a reason. My hope for you is that you will adore being you. Build a life you love, soak up as many moments as you can, and enjoy the heck out of life. Welcome to the Make It Joy podcast. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Make It Joy. This is Caroline Busick, and I'm thrilled that you're here. We are continuing our discussion on self-care. This is part two of why the heck it's so hard to take care of yourself. Uh, And again, I am in this with you. This is something I am very good at telling other people about and helping other people with. But when it comes to myself, I find this difficult and challenging. So part of how I came up with these reasons is I took a very deep look inside uh, myself and I looked at my uh, failings and blocks. And this is the truth that has come out of it. And I hope that it's very helpful to you. So. Part two. Let's see here. Uh, And again, I have all of this information on my blog. It's on makeitjoy.com slash blog. And you have three articles there to help you. You also have my free guides to help you as you're going through this. You can download my 30 second self care. It is a guide that's going to help you figure out what you need when you only have 30 seconds, or if you have three days. Uh, And that's a freebie that's on my website on the resources page. You may also find it on uh, the bottom, the footer of a page. I forget there. And I also have the audio guide, ease into your day. That is also free. It's just me guiding you through a very gentle wake up. Instead of popping up and doing your day, you're gently easing into the day with some very uh, soft stretching and just positive thoughts. In this second parter of why is it so hard to look after ourselves, and episode one is... Uh, just before this, if you're interested, episode three is on the way. These all go together. Uh, we're taking a look at at why neglecting ourselves is something that's so common, and that is habit. Today, we're talking all about habits and why it's difficult. So, you know, the thing about self-care is it's a real curiosity, I think, why taking care of ourselves is just so dang hard. I mean, theoretically, it sounds awesome. You get to do whatever you want. You get to uh, go at your own pace. You get to relax and you can go pay somebody to paint your toes. And I mean, watch HGTV and read books and you can buy yourself flowers or drink fizzy water. I mean, it's just sign me up. Sounds awesome, but it's just so hard. And so there are three reasons why I think that that's so hard and that is one which we just talked about in the previous episode and that is your environmental and logistical roadblocks. And number two that is what this episode's about. It's habitual. It's what are your patterns? What are the habits that in, that are causing this to be so difficult? And number three, which is on its way is what you believe. What you believe about yourself, what you believe about self-care, what you believe about the Uh, Well, just everything involved. So, all right, let's take a look at the habits here. This is your your physical, your mental, and your emotional routine. So you practice this stuff regularly. It's automatic. You don't question it. This is your your flow. And your flow, whatever your flow, your pattern of the day, your pattern of the week, your life pattern, whatever that is, it is very hard to change it. It's very hard to interrupt it. It can be done and it will be done. That's why we're talking about it, but it's hard and we've all got habits. We have good ones and we have annoying ones and we have self-defeating habits and we just have straight up bad habits. And I want to look at this, this habit section we're talking about in a very almost surface level approach. And that's probably the wrong phrasing but instead of getting really deep into our, our feelings of why my habits are this and what, we're not really getting into the whys so much. We're just looking at the habits and your habits come uh, in large part from your brain and your brain leads you through these patterns and your brain gets stuck and it does these things. So that's what we're talking about today. And there's a lot of science behind this. And that is not something you're getting from me. <laughs> I have researched this and I have read about this and I have experienced this, but I am not your source for science. I will leave a few links that I like a few people who I think, um, whether scientists or not, I think that they, they certainly know the wise more. I just know that this is something that happens and this is what we can do to overcome it. So, uh, As we approach this, do your best to not dig too deep into your your feelings, really. We want this to be more brain based. Your brain is doing something. Your brain and body have patterns, not so much your emotions or your feelings. Your brain and your body are doing things. And we have to look at the brain body patterns and flow and interrupt it. Okay? So I want this to be very black and white. Uh, Your mind and your body have patterns that they depend on. Your mind and your body have routines that help them function. Your mind and your body are doing what they have been trained to do. Your mind and your body like to keep you safe from lions that can eat you. Your beautiful mind and your loyal, wonderful body are trying to help you always. They're always, always, always trying to help you. God bless them. Thank you. And it can often feel like your mind and your body are out to get you, but your mind and your body are here to protect you and they aren't out to get you. They aren't. They're here to keep you alive and help you survive. The way that they choose to do it may not be to our liking, but that is what they're trying to do. They're trying to keep you out of the mouth of a lion. Now, I know that there aren't a lot of neighborhood lions, but there used to be. Used to be lots of lions in the neighborhood, and we would all have to run from the lions so that we could survive. Your mind and your body are always, let's get this in our head. Your wonderful mind, your wonderful body. They're always coming from a place of trying to keep you alive. And they are survival machines. Your mind and body are, they're like the Terminator. They are trying to just focus on the directive. The directive is stay alive, survive. I know the Terminator was a killer machine, but not number two. He was supposed to keep people alive. That is what your body and mind are up to. So if there's ever a temptation to get angry at your mind and your body for not helping or getting in the way, it's not their fault. They're trying to help you. They're using their way of keeping you alive and helping you survive. And so we have to come up with some ways to outfox the body and the mind and how we have evolved into these, how our habits have evolved into just survival-based, which actually doesn't work for us very much anymore. Since all the lions moved out of the neighborhood and now our big lions are technology uh, spending too much time in the car, spending too much time watching TV, spending time away from friends and family and good relationships—those are our new lions. Those are the things that are out to uh, that can steal our joy and steal our steal our energy and that what makes us alive and so happy. So these are these are our lions. Be on the lookout for your lions. They're little things that steal from you all day long. They steal your attention. They steal your time they steal your joy and and they steal your focus. So, and they and they're all set up to keep you from looking after yourself. Okay, so here is what we need to do to overcome the the wonderful body and wonderful mind that is trying to keep us alive. So, we have to do three things, and that is interrupt your rhythm and your flow. Acknowledge your Discomfort. Choose to take care of yourself anyway. Number three is learn to love the word small. Small steps, small improvements, small victories. So, your body and your brain are, again, they're going to keep you, they're going to focus on helping you survive. And they're also going to follow the path of least resistance and the path of pleasure, which is great sometimes okay let's take a look at an example all right this is how you can interrupt your flow and your rhythm you wake up and you roll over and your eyes are still practically glued together there you're still asleep basically but you reach for your phone And with one eye beginning to crack open, but the other one still squinted close, you begin to scroll online and check your emails or check the latest uh, online tidbit. And why are you doing that? It's automatic. It's second nature. It's a habit. It's something your body just begins to do. You're asleep. You're reaching for the phone. Okay, so you're going to stop. Interrupt that flow. When you notice yourself reaching for the phone, stop ask yourself, why am I reaching for my phone? First thing in the morning, ask yourself. And then you acknowledge the discomfort and you change and you take care of yourself anyway. So you notice you're reaching for the phone. You stop that flow, stop, put on the brakes, physical movement, physically stop yourself from doing that. Acknowledge that it is uncomfortable to physically stop yourself from doing that and that you want to reach for your phone. Acknowledge that this is uncomfortable and then choose to take care of yourself anyway. You may feel anxious and tight in your chest because you really want to know what's online or you may feel grumpy or unsettled or or impatient and you still want to choose something that is going to be for your best. And the last step is learn to love the word small. This is your small step after you have stopped your, your physical body, you physically stopped your body from reaching for that phone, halfway is fine. And you've acknowledged, oh, I don't want to do this. I'm going to choose myself anyway. The small step is you put your phone down, you close your eyes, you roll on your back, you hug your knees into your chest for a little stretch and rock side to side for one minute. Done. Now you can look at your phone you had that one small victory. You interrupted the flow, you interrupted this pattern that your brain and your mind are on, your brain and your mind. Did the same thing, your brain and your body are on. You interrupted and then you challenged it. You chose the better and you took a small, small step that Would reroute that brain wiring, that would reroute the pattern. And that small step, I mean, how small does it get? For one minute, hug your knees into your chest while you're already laying down. But that is a win. That whole movement there is a win to break up a habit. Interrupt your rhythm and flow, acknowledge your discomfort, choose to take care of yourself anyway, and learn to love the word small. One thing I noticed during, so during launch week, if you go back, those were the first five episodes with with guests. So there are a few episodes that are like a preview that get the show going. And then there's five guests in a row. That's our launch week. May even say launch week on it. But every, almost every one of these guests and possibly every single one, if I remember, they said in some way or another, small steps. Do something very little, very um, something that is something you can accomplish. And I am all the way behind that. When we set ourselves up for drastic change, just a huge drastic change. I'm going to go run a marathon today. A, a small percentage of people may be able to do those drastic changes, but most of us, our brains need very small changes very, very, very small introductions of victory. And then we need some momentum. We need that repetitive small step so that it becomes the new pathway of the brain. It becomes how your body and your brain are wired. And then we need to find that momentum. And this is a part of it. You have to get excited about it too. You you, you need, you do actually need to feel that Victory, that success, that is a part of changing your habit. Without that um, that feeling of kind of that euphoria, the feeling of, "Oh, I'm doing this, The habit is way less likely to change. So we need the very small step. Well, take it all the way back. We need the interruption of the flow and the pattern. Stop your physical body from whatever it's routinely automatically doing. And then we need the acknowledgement of how uncomfortable it is and the acceptance. This is uncomfortable. I'm going to do it anyway. Just because you acknowledge that it's uncomfortable doesn't mean it goes away. It probably will even increase. But you know that it's there and you still choose to do something good for you with like making room for that discomfort as well. So I'm going to I'm going to choose to do something good for me even though it still feels kind of I still feel itchy on the inside and I feel like oh I want to do that other thing. And then you do the very small step. You feel momentum, you do this repetitively, very small steps repetitively and you feel excited about it. That's all a part of it. So this week I want you to put some focus on this. Bring your attention to all of the things that we've just talked about regarding habits you're going to notice the things that you do that are automatic that feel like like you're in a rhythm almost like an unstoppable rhythm or flow it can feel like you know when you drive you pull into your driveway and you think how did I get home and you almost have no memory of it that's the kind of stuff we're looking for where you're just you're moving throughout your day-to-day, operations and you aren't really challenging anything or you aren't interrupting anything and you're going to notice the the flow I want you to be really really curious about this rhythm you have and see where can you where are the places that your flow is keeping you from feeling your best what is your daily rhythm that is keeping you from looking after yourself whether that is staying up too late or it's eating too much junk food or or having too much wine at night or going to bed and just you you recognize you haven't done anything at all for yourself all day long. So just notice these movements through the day where there's not really any thoughtfulness toward you and how you can do something for your better. So I want you to look at this as an experiment. I want you to be really curious and just come to it with a sense of play and how many times can I interrupt my habits this week? Let's see. And just be really curious and, and light about it. This does not have to be, I don't want this to be a heavy thing for you. I want you to just, um, almost like a like a scientist, just, I want to experiment and see where there are some places where I can interrupt my habits and my rhythm and I can add more things into my life that are going to uh, make me feel refreshed and and filled up. So again, you're going to notice the automatic habits. You're going to interrupt those habits, physically stop your body if you need to. And you are going to acknowledge that this is uncomfortable. And that does not mean that the discomfort will go away, just the fact that you've acknowledged it. You're just going to notice the thoughts and the feelings that you have, and you're going to let them be there. You're not going to try to change them. You're just going to let them be there and accept it and choose to do the good thing for you anyway. And lastly, you are going to look for all of the ways that you can do something small. You want to practice the word small. Small is your new best friend. What small thing can I do today to look after me? What's a small step I can take to make this habit uh, less detrimental Where can I add small steps, small wins, little small changes or additions to my life? If that's, you have a plate, you have a plate of pizza and that's all you have. A small thing you can do is you add an apple or you add uh, some berries to that or a salad to it. That's just a small thing. It's not a huge change. It's a small little win that you can have. Okay. And I want you to look for that small. The word small is your new best friend. Hug it, love it, get used to it, and and give it a whirl. Okay, I'm going to leave some resources for you in the show notes. These are, I'm going to have a couple of books that I really like that pertain to this style of thinking that I'm talking about here uh, in this episode, and whether the books have really anything to do with your particular habits, like the what your habits are, that's not really my point in leaving these resources my point is to get you more familiar with this way of thinking and with these tools because i think that a lot of the habits we have can be rerouted or overcome or 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 tamed if we use some of these tools because it is it is a mind body it's it's a brain thing and I'm not your gal for the sciencey stuff, but I'm leaving these books to, and these aren't um, sciencey either, some of them, but they are leading you down a path that I think if you're interested in the actual science of it, it's not hard to find. Google it. But these books, I think, will lead you toward more, uh, even more resources. But I just want you to become familiar with um, habits in your mind and your body and know that it's kind of a, It's kind of not that big a deal is what I would say. It's not that something is really wrong with you. It's that your brain and your body have uh, rituals and patterns and, and habits that they do. They have a certain way of doing things that they've done for a long time. And that certain way of doing things can be changed. You just need to stop that flow of pattern and then introduce a new pattern and you do that in a very small achievable way. So, okay, I'm with you. I'm rooting for you big time. And I again, as you do this this week, just have have fun with it. Think, how many habits can I notice and how many just automatic patterns that are not doing me any good? How many of those can I interrupt or or see if there's any room for, to introduce something new to Okay, well, I will see you next week. We will be talking about self-care and why it's so difficult, part three. And that is what you believe. And this one, uh, it does have some depth to it, but also like this, there's some really practical steps and tools that you can use to move beyond your thoughts or even alter your thoughts or make room for those thoughts. So I hope that this is... I hope you've had a good time. I hope that you've been inspired to try some things. And I, I do want to encourage you in case this has not come across, you can change all of these habits, including last episode and this one, all of these, these patterns we have and, and the environment we live in, there's a way to work around this stuff. It just is going to take um, mainly thoughtfulness uh, awareness and and a willingness. There's really a willingness to try everything here. And uh, okay, that's it from me. Have a wonderful week. All right, catch you next time. Okay, gang, that's it for today. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you've been inspired, encouraged, and have had a great time. If you'd like to know more about working with me, having me as your own personal coach, check out my website, www.makeitjoy.com. You'll also find all of my resources, recommendations, and freebies on there as well. If this podcast is your kind of thing, I would so appreciate your support. Please leave me a five-star review and help spread the word. If you'd like to say hello, I would love to hear from you. Send an email to caroline at makeitjoy.com. I will read it and I will get back to you. I love the Make It Joy community. Y'all are a really beautiful, lovely group of people, and I appreciate you all so much. Enjoy being you, enjoy your life, and go make it joy. I'll see you next time. I'm gonna get